Welcome to the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. Let's get into it. All right, guys, welcome to the first episode of this Pin High Podcast. Uh, I'm the host, Patrick Diamond. I'm joined here by uh, Greg Catalano. Uh, we're we're going to call him Jeek, though, probably throughout this, and uh, Trevor Jones as well. Um, just a little background about us. I uh, go to Syracuse University. Uh, Jeek goes to Boston, and Trevor goes to South Carolina. So he's the only one who can actually play golf through the first couple months of this podcast. Very true. I yeah, played golf so last week, though. That's true. Where was it I called? can't really play right now anyway. Though. Yeah, I played, at, uh, I played at Granite Links last week. It was quite some time. It's a very nice golf course, but like it was really windy and cold, so it was like impossible to hit the ball. But that, that's besides the point. <laughs> and you, played, you, you played golf in Scotland, though. So, I mean, I feel like that's Yeah, I have like, a couple of times. If I played golf in the wind, I'd be hitting like a seven iron from like 100 yards. So, yeah, <laughs> into the wind. But right. <laughs> I say, my, I, mean, uh, my I played golf last week and it was like 85 degrees right there in shorts, like on a golf cart. Had a couple okay, of beers. Well, that isn't my, that is not my experience. I was playing golf in like 50 degree weather this weekend, or not like two weekends ago. You have been it, was, on. it was, um, it was like 50 <laughs> degrees, but it was extremely windy. So it felt like about 35 degrees. And like I had to like hit four irons off the tee because like I couldn't hit the ball in the air because the wind just just take it wherever you hit it. So <laughs> that's actually like I didn't. True. I played very bad. You played bad. Yeah, I played. I shot about like a 98. That's <laughs> so. terrible. That's not, not that's not terrible. A course like that. I, I was really striping the ball, but like I would hit a drive and I'm like, oh, that ball just went like 300. And then like with the wind, it like was 200. <laughs> Here's the thing. At a oh, course yeah. like that, with your how much you played this fall, which is about two times, including that time, mm-hmm. I'd say that's actually not atrocious. No, I was hitting the, I was no, striking I the ball very well, but like for like for background, I'm not a great golfer. I'm only like I'm like a 16 or 17 handicap. So like I was striping the ball like really well. I just wasn't putting great, and like the wind was like giving me a very hard time. But the course was spectacular. Like the views of the city are like insane because it's like on a little hill like outside the city. And then, like, it was just, like, a good round of golf. Except there was one hole that really did piss me off, where there was, like, a bunker in the middle of the fairway. So I hit about a 290-yard drive into the bunker that was in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? I just hit, like, I hit it right down the middle. <laughs> I feel like Here's I should have prefaced this this conversation with uh, the fact that me and Jeek are, like, generous 16 handicaps. <laughs> and Trevor is, uh, like, uh, what, are, what are you at nowadays? Like a two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> he gives us a lot of shots when we play against him. Yeah. So yeah, that that make it makes it so difficult to play. Anyway, we got off on a tangent here, but that's probably that's probably gonna happen. That's a lot. gonna happen. So basically, this this podcast, our goal with it is to you know cover PGA news. Basically, just shoot the shit like we were just were doing, and also bring you some gambling picks with some. Uh, daily fantasy as well as actual gambling like we do but uh maybe that's a little shot at dfs players but i don't know um yeah so let's get into uh some pga news but before we do that um 
throwing out a free ad for ourselves here. We have uh, some merchandise already on the Golficity store. If you want to go get that, it's at the bottom of their page. Uh, it's pretty new new stuff. Like it's not very marked up, but we have a good uh, logo. So uh, yeah, I'm very very big fan of my of uh, the logo that we created. So like, I a shout out to the team. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the of the short sleeve, but you know, still buy it, of course. I was um, gonna say, I, per, the long I personally sleeve, think the long sleeve is very looks very very cool. I will be long sleeve looks very good. I will be making sure Frank and Mike uh, send us over some some long sleeves. My friend, my friends actually thought the long sleeves were were were, were looked very I nice. Mean, we, I mean, if we're successful enough, I mean, we're gonna get Frank and Mike to put more sh- stuff up there. So yeah, no, sure. <laughs> there's Which a the lot goal. of stuff we'll be able to do with it. Yeah, so that's the goal. Well, look out, look out for some more merch in the future. But um, if you if you buy the long sleeve shirt, I'll be sure to shout you out in some way on the account because we need as much money as we can get, of course. <laughs> um. So moving on, Rory won this weekend. Right. Wasn't and it was crazy too, in a playoff too. Yeah, it's like, it's, it was in China, right? So the times are all like messed up. I mean, yeah, yeah they've been on I've this new Asia Asia swing um, recently, but so I've kind of like the same China. thing as Tigers Tigers tournament. I the only time I watched Tigers tournament was on that last day when he was about to win. Exactly, I realized it was on TV. It was on Golf Channel, and then so I turned tuned to that and then watched for twenty minutes, and that was it because I had yeah. no idea it was on. I mean, the thing Sunday. is, like, in the yeah. past, I don't think, like, the big players have been, like, playing in these tournaments, and now there's, like, more of an incentive for them to play with the world golf rankings and all that stuff. So, like, I love that the big players are playing in these tournaments. So, like, we have Tiger and Rory winning back-to-back, which is, like, insane for, like, the off-season of golf, per se. Right. Well, this is also a world golf championship tournament, too. Like, there mm-hmm. are a lot of big names in this tournament. Good luck for the PGA Tour. So, hopefully, like... uh we're not getting Ches Reeve out here winning every tournament during during hey, the winter. What's wrong with Ches Reeve? Or on the uh, Presidents Cup team? I mean, <laughs> Ches Reeve. We were looking at this before. Um, we were looking at the Presidents Cup picks before um, before we started recording, and Ches Reeve actually what was he 14th in the rankings or something like that? 13. Uh, uh, yeah, 14. Yeah, 14. Yeah. So like. <laughs> Ches Reeve. I mean, I do remember a stretch where he won one and came in like. He had like a top TV, five, top five, followed by like another, and I mean, I guess that that had to have done something for them. But uh, I think he, I think he played well at the either the PGA or US Open, one of those two. I think he played, I think he played, I think it was the US Open. I think he played really well. At. Yeah. So I, I mean, I feel like to be in the, go ahead. I mean, this year definitely, I it didn't surprise me completely that he was on that pick on that uh, like top fifteen because I feel like I did see him in like the top 10 every once in a while well to be in the top 15 of the world golf rankings for the united states like you have to have you have to play pretty well like most of the year notice there's one name missing there's one name missing from that list who who is it jordan spieth oh yeah yeah, he didn't have a good year he's not even in the top 15 jordan's my guy but wow is he just frustrating to watch on the weekends exactly yeah he you guess their guess the contention and then just Sorry, she was like 76, and he's just out, and then you don't see him again. I'll bet. He pops up like shooting like 76, 77 on the weekend. I won't even bet Jordan's beat to, from the beginning of the tournament. He'll have a good fr- uh, Thursday, Friday, and I'll be like, oh, 
Jordan Spieth's going to win this tournament. I'm live betting him. And then I watch the Saturday Saturday round, like getting all hyped for it. And he goes out there and shoots like a 74. Yep. And then mm-hmm. it just is over after that. At a tournament where guys are just like throwing out like 10 under rounds like it's nothing. Exactly. Like the PGA was like, he was in contention after that. Like, I think he shot like 74 on Saturday and he was just done. Like you, could do, you didn't hear him from him again the rest of the week. Yeah, I feel like during the PGA he actually was playing well originally. But he, I remember mm-hmm. he was having a conversation with uh, the four play guys after it. And he was saying like, I don't feel good right now like my swing's not there so i mean like it's just like weird like he always he could just go like ob like at random times in tournaments you know or like there's some tournaments where he literally cannot hit a fairway and it's like well he's scrambling the entire time yeah i'm never comfortable with him off the tee like every time i I watch i'm just like this this could go poorly (laughs) that's his problem he just can't hit driving the fairway if you could drive in the fairway you can get like up and down from every anywhere and his putting's ridiculous as always yeah. but in general who's gonna i know kevin kisner looks like he's gonna uh get kind of gypped on on the president's cup team and barring an injury because i know brooks kepka had a surgery but i know tiger's probably gonna pick himself as a captain i mean Laffrey let's, let's go let's go let's, go let's go through the let's go through the rankings because like people obviously like don't know so like the top eight that are going to make it, Kepka, Thomas, DJ, Cantley, Shoffley, Webb Simpson, Matt Kuchar, and Bryson DeChambeau. Those guys are all locked in. Yeah, they're so locked in. Now, now you need four more. So when you go 9, 10, 11, 12, it's Tony Finau, Gary Woodland, Ricky Fowler, and Patrick Reed. Well, I would imagine that Gary Woodland, after playing with Tiger in the tournament that Tiger won, and basically just like playing with him the whole time and like being the runner-up, Probably might sway Tiger to choose him. And also I winning a major championship. Yeah, yeah you, you win the U.S. Open, and that kind of helps a little bit. Shout out Gary Woodland making me like $500 that weekend. That's um, true. And and he's, the reason, think... he's the reason I have an M6 three-wood. <laughs> direct reason. Right. Um, but I can't imagine Ricky Fowler would get passed up just because he's Ricky Fowler and everybody Sorry. loves him. Yeah. Uh, Tony um, Finau's then... playing great. And I guess Tiger would pick himself, I would assume, over Patrick Reed. I think I, would. Right I hope he does. I think I would pick myself over Patrick Reed. I mean, did you you saw the you saw the uh, but like they're like kind of friends. But anyway, you saw like the the quote where it was like after he won, he was like, "Well, yeah, Tiger the Tiger the captain like really saw like Tiger the player this week or something like that." Oh, like, such a Patrick Reed quote. quote. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was Tiger's quote. Tiger. Oh. Tiger was like, he was like. Um, he was asked, like, do you, will you pick yourself for the President's Cup now? And he was like, oh, yeah, well, Tiger the player really caught the attention of Tiger the captain. So I, I <laughs> thought you were talking about a bad joke in the world. It was a big <laughs> bad joke. I thought you were talking about Patrick Reed when he won uh, the Northern Trust, which everybody was depressed about. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that would be a huge Patrick Reed thing to be like to mention picking himself. Uh, oh, that's definitely something he would do. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. The, the other person that's missing from the list is Phil Mickelson. Like he's made all the like President Cup and like well, yeah, but, Cup teams. Know, but he's yeah. But he's, he just hasn't had a good year, so up and he's down. Too busy hitting bombs. It sucks and that Kevin Kisner isn't isn't gonna uh, play because he won the match play this year. The what is like the Dell Technologies match play. Yeah. And I think he's has he been on a Ryder Cup team? Yeah. Uh, he, I think he was on President's Cup team two years ago. In, at Liberty National. I think he was on so that team. So he's a good uh, 
good match play player. So like, oh yeah, he definitely is. Because he can, he can, he can putt. That's all he needs to do, putt. I'd say he's the first. He's probably the first alternate. Like, I would, if yeah, I would say that. Ches Rivia's Ches Rivia's no chance. I mean, I didn't think about that. Like, like when picking guys, yeah. Like, you have to also think about who's good in like match play and who's good in like like that type of like situation, you know. Well, if we're talking mat, like who's good in match play, like Tigers, that's Tiger. Like if yeah. Tiger doesn't pick himself for this, like that's ridiculous because he's like the best at match play. He's so I mean, intimidating like, to play against. It's it's like I feel like Kepka is the same way now. Just they're so like locked in. Right. I mean, if I, I think it would be also kind of fun to see Tiger the coach as well. <laughs> just like <laughs> just walking around. Coach. I think you'd see a different side of Tiger because he wouldn't be like competitive to Tiger. Or he, no, he'd probably still want to win. But. Oh yeah, he, I think he still has like his like look on his face is like they're coming down the fairway and he's just watching them. I mean, I think kind of, last, that's, like, that's, that's pretty intimidating to watch though. You're you're like I don't know like Shoffley coming down the fairway and Tiger's just staring you down like basically <laughs> like you have to make this putt and he's just staring at you. That's intimidating as fuck. Obviously, there's that like look, but like I think the last few years, like in like earlier rounds, like he's like kind of like it's like a little bit of a different Tiger. I think like he's more laid back and like willing to like choke. Like the thing that like hops into my mind is like when Kevin Na like walked in the putt and then yeah. Tiger did like right after. Like, I was I, Tiger. That went Tiger up, was so funny. That. He wouldn't have done that like a couple years ago. Like that's just not something that like t- Tiger would have done, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I think that if you didn't even get player Tiger, you solely got coach Tiger. You'd get way more smiles out of him than if he than if he's playing. But you know, as you said, might still get some uh, some smiles out of him. Um, but anyway, moving on to uh just a little minor. Uh, PGA Tour news. We have uh, Brandon Todd, who won uh, the Bermuda Championship this weekend after what he missed like four straight cuts. What, what no, was, it was it was it was like he he made four cuts in 43 starts. All right, yeah, for like four, four years. 43. So four of 43 on the PGA Tour from 2015 to, to 2018, and then he, he won, won by four shots. So, like that's for that's sh- crazy. That's for sure worse than what I said. <laughs> I, think he, I, I think he shot sixty. I think he shot sixty-two in the final round too. Oh, so it's not even like he like, like he stepped off the off the gas on the last day and like shot like a seventy, but he's already ahead. But that's a that's a great way to. I mean, it's obviously it's life changing when you win on the PGA Tour because like obviously you get that like exemption and stuff. So like he could have been a guy that went back to the. Uh, what are they calling it now? The the corn fairy. Corn fairy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's the purse like on a tournament like the Bermuda Championship? I mean, I'm. It's so not like huge, big. but it's still like a good amount. It's PJ. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's got it's it. Because like, that's pretty much everyone who's not playing the World Golf Championship stuff. But in China. It still probably wasn't a great uh field. Oh no, probably, no, it definitely wasn't. Anybody want to take but, out some guesses while I while I look this up? Yeah, I'm looking it up too. I I'll say, I'll say, maybe nine hundred thousand million dollars. I got it. I got it. Is it? Do you know what uh, it is? Okay, no. so the the actually never mind. The entire fund is, or the entire purse is three million. The winner's share is five hundred and forty thousand. Oh, so that's like, I mean, wow. yes, that's life changing. That's a lot money. of money. That's life changing. No, but money. it's more it's more life changing for the fact that you're exempt and you get to stay on the tour. Yeah, okay. exactly. 
don't get like me wrong. Brandon love- Todd was a guy that was probably not going to stay on the PGA Tour after this year if he kept playing like he was, you know. Yeah, and don't you get don't you get to play at the Masters or is that does that not count for the Bermuda? Because I know I I'm not sure really what the I have no yeah, idea if that really counts sure. for the Bermuda. I know the guy who won um a few weeks ago. You know the guy who almost quit golf. I'm blanking on his name, but um he gets to play play at Augusta like four times over the uh, before the Masters. So I don't I don't know if that applies Props to the guy that we don't know name of. <laughs> Props <laughs> to him for being able to play Augusta, <laughs> even though we don't yeah, know your name. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> he was a cool guy. I saw I saw an interview. Um, but yeah, that's enough about the Bermuda Championship. If we're being honest. So moving on to the LPGA, little little women's golf for you, little lady golf. Um, Christina Kim and Kendall Dye uh, were playing in the LPGA Q Series this weekend. And uh, the story is basically that like Dye, Kendall Dye gestured to um, Weber's caddy, or Demi Weber's caddy, to confirm like what club she was using. And apparently that's against the rules, which she didn't know. And I'm pretty sure nobody probably knew. Uh, and I, I didn't know. <laughs> but the twist was that Christina Kim knew and decided to you know, report her later in the, uh, like, after the fact, not even right away, which is more, I feel like, what people are mad about. And it ended up uh, costing what's uh, Kendall Dye a tour card, which is pretty brutal. <laughs> that is, yeah. At that point, if you don't say anything until after the round, and then you come back and, like, you find out you just, you're disqualified for something you did, and, like, the, maybe, like, I don't know what hole it was, but maybe it was, like, the second hole. It was the uh, the ninth hole ninth, I think I played hole, okay. of the tournament. Yeah, okay. and you went through all that to like get your tour. Like, imagine how much she played to get her LPGA tour card. And was and, it really like, this cost her that? Was it really worth like two strokes? Whether she was gonna hit like a eight or a nine, probably not. So, and it says like on the last hole, she she uh, it was like a par three. She had to ace it, um, and she like went for broke and just pulled it into the water. So that's just like a brutal end to your chase for something you've been working towards your whole life. <laughs> so, well, right, I mean, yeah. apparently Kim, like, uh, Kim wrote after the fact, said, quick PSA, if you're a golfer, please read the no- please read and know the rules. Please, in all well, caps, please. I feel like if you're Christina Kim, maybe you should know, if you do know and read the rules all the time, you should be telling um the golfer like right after so you don't have to bring it up like a day or two later but or until the end of the round whatever it was i'll say i'll say i'll say right now though after like talking about that and reading that christina kim is on my least favorite pga tour golfers list now or lpga tour golfers list right now she's on she's on both all time i guess is she with patrick reed who who uh no, Patrick Reed's Patrick Reed's a little below her, but uh, she's still she's still she's still down she's still pretty far down there. All right, <laughs> that, like that that's the kind of like that's the kind of like I played in a couple like tournaments like that growing up, kind of like serious tournaments, and in my, from my experience, kids kids really do not I mean it's we're not like we're playing for jobs or anything like for money or anything, but we we really don't care if I, like I can ask a kid like oh what club are you hitting he like they won't like unless some kids are like a true like hardo or something like that or like I don't speaking know. of really which annoying. I'm pretty sure I told you this but do you remember like the Dorazio guy um from yes. the tournament you played so a little bit of background for the listeners I caddied a 
uh, a tournament at Oak Hills Park in New York, uh, Norwalk, Connecticut. Shout out Norwalk. Um, this summer, and this guy we played with, I'm pretty sure sure I I like saw him like just move his ball like out of like this like dirt patch and the uh, and the rough, and that could have been the difference because you guys had the same score, so like that could have been the difference same score. qualifying. So. Uh, yeah, I I don't think it would have mattered. We, I still would have been in the playoff. I ended up being in a playoff with another kid and this guy Durazio at the end. But uh, I mean, doesn't surprise me at all with that kind of guy. He was a <laughs> I did not like that guy at all. I mean, he golfs at Silvermine sometimes. He golfs at our club. Yeah, your club. club. <laughs> and I basically I basically belong to your club. You take me every like yeah. Keep, keep twenty five with you. Keep that keep that on the down low. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when so, I was working that, uh, I, I told you guys, when I was working that later in the summer at New York uh, Club Professional, like, qual- like PGA Championship Qualifier, this guy, like, this guy was playing in the tournament, and he saw me, he's like, like, oh, hey, what's up, like, trying to be all nice, and I was like, I did not, like, I did not, do not like this guy at all. We, he was After not our favorite person. He was, he was, he was so, like, annoyed the whole round, just complaining and bitching the whole round, and I was... And he's like, he was like, he was like being so nice to me, and at that point, I'm like, oh hey, like, and no, me and Jeek, I want to talk to him. Me and Jeek also saw him at Silvermine, uh, like yeah, later in like the summer as well. By. Yeah, I think he drove the green on um, this like, for the for the listeners, like this kind of downhill par four, 275 yards, about. Yeah, give or take. Drove the green from from when I saw it, but. That I go for it like every time. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners are probably thinking, like, what kind of pussy golf course are you playing at? It's a 270 yard par four downhill. Yeah. Well, I, I hit know, a driver. I'm still about 100 yards out. Not actually. <laughs> if I hit a driver, it goes over. If I hit anything else, I, I just don't have a 270 yard club. So <laughs> don't try to act like you've actually hit a driver into the into the owner's but yard. I've never, I've never even tried to do it because I know I could hit it like into the the owner's house is right behind this hole. So, like, you do not want to go over because if you just like hit it into the owner's house, like, what are you gonna do? Like, Wait, is, this, is this eight? We're talking about eight. Um, we're eight. talking about eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've so, hit that yard a couple of times. I think. I've hit it on that yard. I've like I've bladed it on my second shot. I've hit it like into their driveway, definitely a few times. Wow, well, there's some memories on that hole for sure. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, yeah. that's a that's a very dangerous house to live in if you're. Uh, yeah, on the I back know. Right? Course. Oh, just, that. Like, that hole definitely has some memories. I, I, like, spla- I like splashed a guy on that hole because there's water in front of it, in front of the like green. And like, I was just like, all right, I'm going to hit a three hybrid. I cannot hit that club 270 yards, right? I'm like, it's probably going to go like 230, 240 yards max, maybe, maybe 250 if I'm lucky. And like, I just hit like the best three hybrid of my life and it splashed like five yards short of the green. And there's people on the green and the guy got so mad at me. And like, so we drove down in the cart to like, to go Apologize. back towards the hole and the guy was standing there with his arms crossed just like scolding me and, and he like That's just like went on this entire like 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 uh like rant about like how i shouldn't have hit and i was just like i'm sorry like i can't like hit it that far and my dad comes in and my dad's just laughing he's like <laughs> like oh gregory he's like, he's like sorry gregory's just like really strong you know he, i keep telling him that and my dad was just laughing the entire time this guy was just having none of it and I was like, sorry, like, <laughs> whatever. I, I mean, mean, that's happened a couple of times. <laughs> I guess speaking of some beef, uh, this is a good segue, actually. I'm going to sh- shout myself out here. Uh, Greg Norman 
and Tiger. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure how much Tiger is upset at Greg Norman is. Uh, Greg Norman is upset at Tiger, but uh, the story that came out this weekend was that Tiger Woods um, got a handwritten letter from Greg Norman after he won the Masters and never responded. And Greg Norman seems to be a little salty about that. I'm not really sure how fair that is, considering Tiger Woods probably gets about like a million fan letters every day. But I was wondering, just a little different when. Greg Norman goes up to the security guard, lives up the street, goes up to the security guard and says, can you hand give this note to Tiger? And may, like maybe the security guard didn't, or maybe Tiger like didn't want to like, like didn't want to like respond to him. But it's just kind of funny that Tiger doesn't respond to a handwritten note from Greg, Greg Norman well, of all people. Cause nowadays it's like a text message that you like get sent like after you win or something like that. And like you have Greg Norman here who's like, obviously like, like old so like he's handwriting letters and tiger's probably just like not used to that like how do i like if you got a handwritten letter letter like how would you respond to that like i did, write one back like <laughs> i described i just carry carrier that's... pigeon and he like flies over like what are you supposed to do i described that situation so, here's my beef with it stop writing handwritten letters in 2019 just like no relax. there are... well i guess yeah. I mean, we're talking about Greg Norman here. Like, you can't like, if I got a, if you got a handwritten letter from Greg Norman, like, you can't shit on him, you know. I never checked my mailbox last year at my old apartment uh, because, like, it was, a, not a mile walk away, but it was it was a little bit of a walk away from my house. And in, here in Syracuse, you don't want to be walking a mile in like, the February January months. And I got a birthday card from my grandma. And of course I didn't go and look at it. So I mean, like that's just my beef with it. Get, see, that could have been like that could have been like fifty bucks was, in there. Like why didn't you go and open it? I was gonna say <laughs> my grandma sent my me friend, fifty dollars. My, uh, my friend went to my mail, our mailbox the first time like probably like a month ago. My birthday was in September, and he comes back and there's a letter from me. It's a birthday card from my grandma from my night that I opened a month late and a car saying uh, uh thank you for the birthday card, even exactly. though I got it. Uh, month late and it was precisely like what happened a little bit of an awkward situation <laughs> except it was like five months late so <laughs> so uh, imagine tiger now like just receiving this note and being and going over greg, greg norman being saying like oh i just got your note uh thank you for what you said back in uh, april after i won the masters <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly what happened my birthday always falls on masters weekend so it was around the same time <laughs> that's kind of funny yeah uh, what's uh, what's next before we get into um our first segment of the year uh just gonna give a quick shout out shout out to the golficity <laughs> app <laughs> the golficity <laughs> app and golficity.com uh that's that's that was a bad bad mess up there but i think i'm gonna leave <laughs> that in I'm, i don't think i'm cutting that out no we know we can leave it in for sure um <laughs> one cut we're only one one cut guys one cut yeah, exactly. One, one, one take, Charlie. Um, but shout out to the Golficity app and the Golficity.com. I started writing for them uh, back in, it was right after the um, PGA Championship when we went to the practice round. That's how I got started with Golficity. That's why I was in May. Um, but yeah, I mean, I always browse it to just like catch up on some uh, PGA Tour news. But yeah, so go check that out. Uh, so also, uh, this week, obviously, we don't have our DFS picks um, because there's no tournament. But look out for that 
uh, next week next week's episode. Um, I know golf is these uh, picks over the course of the season so far have been very good. I think they've picked like three out of the seven, eight winners or whatever it is. Um, Who did they, they pick last Zan- week? It was like they had, Zan- they had Xander Shoffley last week. So he came, in, he came in second. So we'll be relaying some of those picks to you. Maybe not all of them, but um, yeah, so we can make you guys some money off the course. So let's get into so our. You spend it to, so you could spend it to go play golf. Like let's be honest, or get or a spend new it on M63 wood like Patrick. <laughs> spend, yeah, it on, exactly. spend it on some Pro V ones or an M63 wood in my case. <laughs> uh, so let's get into our um, into our ser- segment. We're definitely going to be wa- uh, workshopping this. I mean, right now our title for it is called Top Three. So not really sure. Title. How. Yeah, yeah we we'll find a title. title. Um, you can, you can, uh, give us some ideas on the Instagram account. It's, uh, the pin, it's pin high pod on Instagram. Uh, you can DM us some ideas, but, or Twitter or Twitter or the Twitter account. I think also pin high pod, something mm-hmm. along those lines. Um, so the first top three of the year is going to be your most confident yardages. Um, does anybody want to start? I'll start. Uh, not really. <laughs> All right, let's go, Trev. It can also be preface. I'll preface this. I, I'll preface this with that you can definitely also say your most comfortable hole, like your yardage is on the hole, like what you know you're gonna hit this exact shot when. But isn't that the same thing? You can much? start, Trev. Yeah, that's that's gonna really the same thing. It's pretty much the same thing. I'll go with like 110 yards. That's like my. Uh, 54 degree wedge, just like a full wedge. I know exact when I go up to the ball. I know as exactly when, pretty much between like 105 and 115. I know exactly I'm gonna hit like my 110 shot. That's exact. That's exactly what I'm gonna hit I f- every single time. I feel like I cannot relate to that. <laughs> that's like, like a one, that's a tough distance for me. 110. I have like, I'm either. I think I had exactly like a 105 yard distance the other week, and I. I think I had my pitching wedge and I hit it like like tw- 10, 10 yards over the green at least, 20, like 15 yards over the green. That's the problem because like there's like after that it's, I mean I have a gap wedge and I have pitching wedge, but there's like a 30 yard like gap between my uh, 54 degree wedge and like the other two wedges and then the nine iron. Like so I don't know like those yards I have no idea what to hit. Like from like 120 to 145 I have no idea what like what clubbed it. Like ever. Right. All right, you All go. Right. You go, Jeek. Well, I'm gonna like stay along the lines of like short yardages. So you said you don't have like a 120, like 130. I think like 125 to about what the Trev said. I think 125 to about 135, like a nice easy pitching wedge. I know like what what's gonna happen because like I, I can control the pitching wedge a lot better than like a lot of other clubs that I have being a 16 handicap. I know I'm just going to hit like a nice little pitching wedge draw like every time and it's going to go that right distance. So I'm like, I'm pretty confident in that. Unless of course I blade it, which happens sometimes. Cause you know, <laughs> all right. I've been trying to think of this and I don't want to sound soft by, um, uh, relaying my three hybrid yardage. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> so can we well, let's start this of, off by saying that you have a very high like like shot like your shot goes very high in the air when you hit it like you just hit straight up a lot which is like so very I, consistent but like it doesn't go as far you know there are two words to describe my golf game one of them is unconventional <laughs> and the true. second is finesse because i'll hit it a million yards in the air it won't go very far but it'll land softly Right. Uh, so it works out. instead, I'll just embarrass myself with my eight iron distance. Um, I'm very comfortable with a 130 yard eight iron <laughs> right onto the green. <laughs> I just said 130 yard pitching wedge, and you just went with eight iron. Well, Honestly, I was, I was well, 130 yard gap. Wedge. Okay. Maybe not 130. Let's go 135. <laughs> to 140 range, but still. All right, it's, all right, it's, it's a lot. That's a lot better. It's a lot better. I would. That actually, I would say is 135 to 140 now, but I don't know. I've been going to the gym. Maybe, maybe we'll get those yardages up this year. <laughs> like you just need the pictures. We'll see. We'll see. I might get some new irons. You know, obviously that always helps, right? That, yeah, it does always <laughs> help. You always could need some new always. new irons. You know. I'm gonna be a two handicap by the end of this year. All right, are we are we snaking this? Or are we going back to trap? Oh, am I going again? Yeah, I'll go again. I'll go again. Um, let's let's go with. I mean, I guess I have to uh, give my eight uh my three hybrid yardage now. I'm really confident with a 180 yard three hybrid <laughs> on a par three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really just exposing myself here as a weak golfer. <laughs> But hey, but you have, it's, the, it's, you have it, the. It works like you're just about accuracy. Like, a little better no, there's, than like. There's this one hole um at our at our like local Muni course here at Q's that we get to play for free, um because we're students, and I will. Like it's 180 yards probably. I stick it in the middle of the green almost every time. Hybrid middle of the green. Yes, on a part like whatever. <laughs> hey, that's, that's I mean that's the way to do it. 100 air shot. I have no idea what hit there. Unconventional, but so it I works. I guess I'm going again, it works. right? Yeah, Greg, so, you're up. So ever I started taking lessons this summer, so my change like slightly, like, or my swing slightly changed a little bit. So like this is a little unconventional because people like aren't usually confident with this. But I'm gonna say like between a 210 and 220 yard four iron. Like I just like for some reason ever since I started taking lessons, I like started to hit that club like really well and like pretty straight. So. I like I don't know why, but like especially off the tee, like a 220 yard four iron is like a good club for me. All I have right. no comment on that, but I'd probably be throwing three three wood. I'll go. So I'm up next. So I'll go. Pretty much any yards between, like yeah, like two probably 210 and 250. I just take out my three iron, just like like it it, it won't go to it won't go to fifty. It won't, you are money go to your three iron, especially off the tee. What? Your money with your three iron off the yeah, tee. Yeah, like if I, if I like off the tee, like if I'm like a like a if it's like a tight hole, hit the three iron just I just literally hit as hard as I can. It just usually goes like pretty low and pretty straight, and maybe a little draw and runs forever. And that just that works every that works every single time pretty much. I don't even have a three iron in my bag, and I like kind of want one, like maybe one of those like uh. Not a hybrid, but one of those half ones. The gapper. Um, I want the. the I, I, I want the gapper. Yeah, I want like a yeah, driving. That, I want because like I because my my three hybrid like broke and I cannot hit a three wood. So because like for some reason I just don't hit a three wood. So okay. I'm like I need I need that distance, you know, like a two two fifty two forty club, you know. 
Mm. I, I tried that. I tried. My club had a gapper, like demo, and like it was like the shaft wasn't as heavy as I needed it, but they put lead tape on like the club head, and I hit that club. It go. It went. I swear, like two hundred forty yards every single time. And it was just, yeah. It was, I hit that a couple so times because nice. we played when you used that. I hit that a couple times on the range, and that like it felt really good. Yeah, it feels so nice when you hit it. I don't even. I don't even know what's different about it. What's it's like what? the head's slightly bigger than like an iron head, so but it's not as big as a hybrid. So like it's just more forgiving, I think. Yeah. Is that legal on the tour? Pretty sure it is. I mean, I, I've, no, I've never seen. I've never seen someone hit that on the tour. They probably just don't. Because they, yeah, they're, they're good and they're they good. Probably, enough they probably, probably don't need that honestly. Yeah, they don't need it. So I, I, I feel like it probably more, is more for, like, uh, everyday like regular golfers, I guess like. Like weekend golfers, but like the guy we play with at Drazi or whatever his name was, he he used the gapper. He was a pro. Oh, he did. Like a, I forgot about that. That was before. He I was, knew he's what not, it was. It's not. I was not. I was not like playing like tours and anything like that. But he used the gapper. Yeah, and right. it's nice. It's, it's really nice. Solid, it's like nice solid mm-hmm. contact. That have one. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're going going against him. So. Oh wait. Distance. So this third one, this third one should be your least confident shot. Least confident. So? Oh boy. God. Well, okay. I said I said I said it earlier the like 130 yard shot is at least like pretty. I don't like that shot, but I would probably go with like a maybe like a 50 yard shot. I feel, I feel like that's a lot of people's least confident, but that's definitely. You have no like I don't know what I don't know how high I should hit it, how if it should like like roll a little bit maybe like if I. If I, there's no, nothing in front of the game, maybe I'll punch it like a like a like a six iron on the ground if I'm not confident at all. But that's when also that's when I shank the ball the most when those those kind of shots. That's so that's just uh-huh. that's just really scary. Yeah, mine's somewhat similar. Mine's actually like a like an 80 yard to like a hundred yard shot because like I pretty much I just need a 52 degree wedge and I don't have one. I have a 48 degree wedge, which I don't know why Titleist put that in my bag, but I have a 48 degree wedge and a pitching wedge. So pretty much I need a 52 degree wedge to like get that distance. And I literally do not have a club for like a hundred yards. So like, I'm very like, I don't know what club to hit. So that's like very, I'm not confident at all. I'll just either blade it, Mm -hmm. hit it too far, hit it too short. Mine's definitely going to be a common theme with what I've been saying. Um, There's a club called Pound Ridge Country Club. That has very long <laughs> shots. That has like it has carries. Like there's like stuff and there's like things to carry over. And like if you can't hit the ball, say 220, 230 yards, at, like consistently, you're not going to be able to carry. So. so that's so that's my worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> I think, I think sometimes I do have my three wood dialed in though, and I can hit that somewhere over, I don't know, probably like two two ten, two twenty, but. When that's not on, I'm absolutely helpless with my four iron, and just like any shot over 200 when my three was not on, is not going to end up pretty. I mean, because you got to use your driver, and you don't want to pull out your driver on like a part three. <laughs> well, I did do that at Pound Ridge Country Club. Did so. do that a couple times. <laughs> I think I parred the hole though. So you did. I mean, but like, but like the joke was still on you because you hit a driver on a part three. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like you've done that at Silver Spring too, and like number eight, 
Yes, it was. but the yeah, wind was I also think. coming in. Yeah, that, that that I mean that whole wind's always coming in, but that's a like I played that hole like 240 yards sometimes. Like it's a long. And hole. that's how that's like my driver 240. Yeah, yards, so. exactly. <laughs> consistent, right, though, like very consistent. Very very consistent. I'm I've been hitting it straight this fall, and occasionally having a, a draw on it, which is. I just hate like I'm, we're gonna play during draw. Thanksgiving break probably. We're gonna play during Thanksgiving break, and since we both go to college in the Northeast, like we're just not gonna play again until like April. <laughs> well, actually, Unless last we do a trip. De- last December, we played a quite a bit over December break. Oh yeah, and like oh, there were some of those like days where I just forty you, degrees. You wanted to go and like play in forty degree weather. It was like raining. I'm like, no, no, thank yeah. you. Yeah, we went I, was, out I, I was not gonna play in those days. We're, we're, we're good. Shit too. We played so bad too. I think I'll be better. I played a lot more this fall. I think I'll be better when we come back. We'll see. We have a, we all have a one hundred dollars, not one fifty dollars skins match in the works. So, <laughs> I know we're also meeting up with the golf city guys over Thanksgiving. So, I don't know if we're gonna be playing golf, but that should be fun. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, my golf game's stuff. not not in a bad state by then. <laughs> Mine, mine sure will be. So I won't be able to putt for anything. So, <laughs> not that I can usually. So that, and I haven't. I played like I was playing a lot at the beginning of the year, and I, I hurt my knee. So I, my my friends have been going to play. I've been kind of like hitting a couple shots, but like I I can't I can't really play that much anymore right now. Which when you're when you're ready to go and ready, like you're still like significantly better than us, like, even if you haven't picked up a club in like three months. You know what I mean? Austin, I probably won't be able to pick up a club again until like February. That's probably as long as you're ready for the for the spring and and summer. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be ready for that, of course. So that just about wraps up the show. Um, before we let you go, um, I want to clarify that our Instagram is called the Pin High Pod, um, P O D at the end if that, if that's confusing, and our Twitter is the same. So. Give us a follow on there. We'll be posting a lot more now that the podcast is launching. Um, pretty good first episode, honestly. So, yeah, we got through a lot saying it's like off season. <laughs> well, we'll uh, and there's no term this week, so exactly no term this week. Next week will, might be a little tougher, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll see you next week, and thanks for listening to the first episode. Mm-hmm.